I was recently asked for advice on how to learn to cook without measuring ingredients. I actually get asked about this a lot, and so I thought a podcast episode about it would probably be a good idea. I think people are interested in this because they see chefs cooking without measuring, and it looks really cool and looks like it's a lot easier. But I should say before we start that even if it doesn't look like we're measuring, we are kind of. We'll get into that in a minute, but in the meantime, let's talk about how you can learn to cook without measuring ingredients. Now, first and foremost, it's really important to rely on all of your senses when cooking. This is generally true, but even more important when cooking without measuring or without a recipe for that matter. Obviously, your senses of taste and smell are paramount in cooking. However, don't underestimate your other senses. Being able to tell if something is cooked with just a cursory glance is a valuable skill as is being able to tell at what stage in the cooking process something is just by how it sounds. These skills are developed over a long period of time, but you should have them in the back of your mind when cooking. Pay attention to everything that is happening, not just the one thing you are doing in that specific second. Now to say that chefs don't measure ingredients isn't entirely true. All chefs measure just about everything. The difference and the confusion come from the tools that are used. Where you may use a tablespoon, I may use the cup of my hand. You use a teaspoon, I use the cup of my hand again, but with less in it. If you use an eight or a quarter teaspoon, I use a big pinch or a small pinch. When you use a cup, I may use a three second pour. So like I said, chef's measure, we just use different tools. George Martin, who was the Beatles record producer for most of their albums, said that he never really cared if an instrument was tuned perfectly. He said that to him, it was always much more important that the band be in tune with each other. If all the instruments were slightly out of tune, but together, it worked. That's kind of the idea. As long as all of the measurements are relative to each other, everything will be okay. Now build a framework, rather build a relative framework. Start building a relative framework by finding measuring tools and techniques that are similar. So an easy, way, an easy way to start this is to measure out a tablespoon. Like actually take out a tablespoon, measure it, get it perfect, and then dump it into the cup of your hand. Now you have a reference. You have a general idea of what a tablespoon looks like in relation to the size of your hand. Now do this with a teaspoon. You can use these same principles for larger measurements as well. If you have a pot or pan that you use more than most, get it out and pour one cup of water in it. Look at the volume of the liquid in relation to the pot or pan. Do this for two cups, then do it for one liter. Now you have that reference in your mind as well. So when you're cooking, you can just kind of pour the liquid in and get a general idea of how much you're supposed to have. Now cooking isn't an exact science. I don't really like calling cooking an art. It sounds pretentious and makes it inaccessible. So it's not an art but it's also very much not a science. This is really important to keep in mind. When you get experienced at cooking, you realize quickly that things change. I can't remember who said it, and I think I've quoted it before, but you never cook the same recipe twice. No matter how much you try, nothing will ever be exactly the same as it was before. No two tomatoes taste exactly the same. They have different sugar contents depending on the time of day they were picked, if it was sunny or overcast, and based on the soil they were grown in. Some can be more acidic than others, or even have a higher moisture content. And to be clear, I'm talking about the same variety of tomatoes, not different ones. 
And because of this, and this is true of all ingredients, treating cooking like a science experiment where every single measurement is exactly the same as before just doesn't work. Measurements have to be tuned to the specific ingredients and circumstances. This is done through relative measurements, tasting and smelling. This is how you learn to cook without really measuring anything, but also how to cook without a recipe. So start building your relative framework and experience the joy of cooking without the stress trying to make sure everything is measured perfectly. And this episode goes out to Christian over at Afro Beats. Thanks for the idea. Uh, and I hope all of you got something out of this that you can use. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5 brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com where you can go get the written form of this. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can also like and subscribe to this podcast. I will be back tomorrow with a fantastic episode of Food in 5. Until then, have a great Monday, everybody, and I'll see you soon.